Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is up, TFA? Welcome in to another edition of the TFA podcast. It is going into – this is the last week for the playoffs, man. You, you got to – hopefully you don't have to win again. Hopefully you're sitting pretty. Hopefully you've taken all of our content from back in February up until now. You're sitting pretty. Got your feet kicked up. You're going in. But if you're not, we have rankings coming to you this week. We're going to split these up by position And uh, we are going to kick things off at the quarterback position. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, please be sure to subscribe to us. Leave a rate and review. It really helps us out. If you're watching uh, on YouTube, you're going to see the rankings come up now. These are Kev's rankings that he has put together. So we're just going to go through these uh, in case you aren't able to watch to give you an idea of what we're looking at this week. Obviously, at at the top here, we don't have to talk a lot about these guys, but we have these as Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Deshaun Watson sits there at six for the uh, for the top half of the QB ones. Now, I do want to bring up with with Deshaun Watson at six. He's somebody who, when I was looking at the rankings, I kind of had a I had a tough time of figuring out really where to put him. Obviously, Will Fuller has hit. Uh, is suspended for PED, so he's going to be done for the rest of the season. Going up against uh, that defense as well with Indy, who's been playing pretty well outside of you know last week when they just got absolutely trounced by Houston. Kev, with with Watson sitting at six, I'm not going to be able to pick up uh, somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who you have just two spots below, although I do love him this week. I'm not going to be able to pick up a, a waiver, wi- waiver wire guy and play him over somebody like Deshaun Watson. But just uh, real quick, your, I just want to get your your two cents on Deshaun before we move down the list. Yeah, I mean, I, of course it's unfortunate. Uh, they've been playing a lot better as of recently, well, since they got rid of Bill O'Brien. But uh, you know, losing Will Fuller for essentially the season – uh, due to the PED suspension, like this really does uh, hurt them quite a bit because now, and they also released Kenny Stills uh, this past weekend. So really, I mean, they're really hurting a wide receiver now. Essentially, they, basically who they have left now is Brandon Cooks, who Brandon Cooks, you know, uh, started the year a little rough, but it really has come on as of late. And, 
you know, Kiki Kuti is kind of the two guys that you're kind of looking at for him to lean on. He's still uh, Duke Johnson, at, you know, at running back. And then I think Jordan Aikens also steps up here in this offense um, and takes on a larger role in the passing game. But this isn't the best matchup against the Colts, but I do think the Colts can be had through the air. They, I, their defense is good. It's not elite. We'll see if they get some of their guys back, like DeForest Buckner and stuff like that, with, who played a big role. Uh, they were missing a lot of pieces along that defense. So we'll see if uh, they're missing a lot of those guys again this week because I think that does elevate Deshaun Watson. And the other thing with Deshaun Watson, I think people should take into consideration is just simply what he's able to do on the ground. Like he's uh, he is a quarterback that's mobile, can get outside the pocket and pick up yardage on the ground. And that may be something he has to do a little bit more of now with that Will Fuller. So it is a little bit of a downgrade for him. But I don't think it's something that people should be looking to bench Deshaun Watson now. Deshaun Watson is still, uh, you know, an elite option, even with that Will Fuller. Yeah, his ability with uh, with his legs is something that gives him that that extra out for sure. Uh, running things out with the QB ones: Justin Herbert at seven, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ben Roethlisberger, Taysom Hill, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz. I, I think I'm a little bit higher on Tannehill than than you are, but I definitely do get him sitting down there at 11 because basically this year he's either been like QB five or QB 17. Like there there really hasn't been a, an in between with with Tanny this year, but I do think going up against Cleveland, I, I do like this matchup for him. Although it's going to help with Cleveland with getting Miles Garrett back. And uh, Tennessee has had some offensive line woes this year as compared to years past with uh, with some of the injuries they've had. But I do, I do like Tannehill. Obviously, that secondary can be taken advantage of for sure. And whenever you have, you know, guys like A.J. Brown who can catch, you know, four passes basically, put up 100 yards and two scores, Corey Davis coming on strong. I do like Tannehill for, for the people, for the folks out there who have him rostered and are going to be playing him this week and the thing that kind of sticks out here as a as a sore thumb Carson Wentz sitting at 12 if if you've been on Twitter at all especially the past couple of weeks uh Carson Wentz is basically uh he is burnt toast he is done you can stick the fork in him might as well start talking about uh when Jalen Hurts is going to start getting run as their starting quarterback Outside, is is there anybody else you want to touch on? Uh, I, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on Carson Wentz here sitting at 12. Well, first off, I just want to say, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I want to start with him, and I think that he is an excellent um, play this week. They do get Cincinnati. Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's defense, they've actually been okay in certain facets of the game. Uh, but overall, there's certainly a defense that that can be thrown upon. And Carson, or excuse me, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has done a really good job this year. There's really only been two starts that he's had that he really struggled, and that was Week One where he only put up 6.4 fantasy points, and then Week 11 against Denver, which I believe he came in in mop-up duty. Yeah, he came in later in that game where he only scored 4.3. So you kind of throw out week 11. But other than that, he scored 22, 24, 21, 27, 18, and 19. The dude has been uh, virtually a QB1 in almost every single week that he's played outside of week one. This is a great matchup against Cincinnati. I mean, we saw last week where the Jets, uh, where they really kind of dominated them and they still threw the ball. He threw for 257 yards, two scores. So I do like Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's somebody that uh, has a little bit of upside on the ground. I mean, no, he's not a ton, but uh, he does have two rushing touchdowns, and he has at least two games with at least 40 rushing yards. So um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a, is a great play this week. You know, at the, eight, the ripe age of 38, still getting it done. So if Ryan Fitzpatrick is out there, I think he's somebody that you should be looking to roster and definitely fire up this week. Ryan Tannehill, I also agree on him as well. 
Uh, I really like him. Um, so over the last six weeks, he is QB 10 over the last six. Uh, he is 19th on the season. He is 19th in pass attempts per game. He's 17th in passing yard. However, he is seventh in passing touchdowns, fifth in uh, fantasy points per drop back. He is 11th in attempts inside the red zone, and he's completing 70, 70% of his passes inside the, inside the 10 and scoring 14 of his 23 passing touchdowns have come inside that, which is the fourth highest rate in the league. And he has nearly a 7% uh, touchdown rate, which is excellent. I do really like Ryan Tannehill. He is, you know, if they are able to run the football, and it, that's what they're going to do. Uh, there's, they are going to run it down your throat. But I think this is a game where it's going to be a little bit closer against the Browns. The Browns allow the 12th most fantasy points to the position and the third most passing touchdown. So I think Ryan Tannehill is, is a really solid play this week. I think you feel pretty good about him. Now, Carson Wentz is a tough one, right? Because I think everybody, there's, there's two different sides of this where everybody wants to leave him for dead, that he's done, he's toast, he's terrible, he's an awful quarterback, he's Blake Bortles, and I think it's fucking ridiculous in my opinion, honestly, with Carson Wentz. Like, listen, like, if you've watched the game, like, you just watched this game that they just had against the the Seahawks, right? I mean, every time he dropped back, there was people in his face. Like, he could not do anything. He wasn't able to – and the, the play calling hasn't helped either that – that Doug Peterson won. It's like they refused to run the football. That game was a close game for most of that game last night, and they refused to run the ball. And so they put him in terrible situations. It, none of the wide receivers were getting any separation. For whatever reason, they decided to continue to use Alshon Jeffrey out there, I guess because you're paying him, so you might as well use him. But, like, why Alshon Jeffrey is still out there playing football at, at his age? I mean, the guy looks like a dad out there trying to run, and it just doesn't make any sense. But regardless of that, regardless of what everybody thinks, like, here's the thing. In fantasy football, we don't care how you get your points. He still was QB six on the week this week, at nineteen point eight fantasy points with two hundred fifteen passing yards, two passing touchdowns. That you know, again, one of them came late, right, right there at the end of the game where they threw that hail mary and Richard Rodgers came down with it. But he also had forty two rushing yards. Like the dude has has constantly been using his legs this year, which is something that we like to see from fantasy quarterbacks. If you look at his rushing numbers on the year, he's eighth in carries. Um, Sixth in red zone carries, eighth in rushing yards, and he is fourth in rushing touchdowns with five. So he does have that upside. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As well with his legs. And this week they get to play the Packers. It's going to be a game. They're going to have to throw the ball. And, you know, the Packers are an okay pass defense. You know, Jair Alexander is obviously one of the best corners in the league. But... I think this is a game they're going to have to throw the ball. And I think this sets up well for Carson Wentz again. I know people aren't going to want to do it. People are going to drop him. People get caught up in the narratives of, 
of you know we, we get we get we confuse fantasy football with real life football right like i don't care how good a quarterback is i care about how many fantasy points you're gonna be able to give me and so with carson wentz like if he can give you uh, give us another performance like we've seen multiple times this year he put up 20 against san francisco great defense right uh 25 against baltimore really good defense the giants have been uh, have been good 28 fantasy points against pittsburgh 18 fantasy points Cincinnati, 23. Like he, he's had a lot of, he's had a bunch of games this year where, where he's played well. It's just this offense as a whole is struggling right now. And I don't blame people, but I don't mind playing Carson Wentz this week. And there's another quarterback that we'll talk to here about here in a minute that I'm much higher on than everybody else. And people are going to say the same thing. Oh, he sucks. He's terrible. I don't care what your thoughts are on as a real life quarterback. Like all I care about is what fantasy points he's going to give you because that's what we're playing here. Okay. Like this isn't like who's the best actual NFL quarterback because if that's how it works, you know. Like there'll be a this would be a much different conversation, but it's not. So with Carson Wentz, I think you can play him this week, and I'm and I you know not that it matters, but I'm definitely gonna be playing him. I own him in leagues, and I'm gonna be playing him this week because I, I think that this is another good performance for him. Yeah, the uh, the hate has certainly gone too far on on Carson Wentz. Love the Ryan Fitzpatrick call. He's somebody. Uh, he's actually only rostered right now in twenty one and a half percent of ESPN leagues. I think if you can, if you need to win and get in, I think Fitz is someone who you should absolutely be considering this week. Uh, I, I and I do like him over a bunch of the guys that you have him ranked ahead of as well. And you were alluding to one of these potentially bad quarterbacks. Let's just run into the, uh, the your QB two rankings on the week, uh, starting off with Matt Ryan at thirteen, Mitchell Trubisky, who I feel like it's probably who you were talking about. Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, and Danny Dimes rounding out the uh, the first half of your QB2 rankings. And then you have Phillip Rivers, Jared Goff, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, and Alex Smith down there at 24 to round things out. Um, someone who I think I might have a little bit higher, but again, so I, I absolutely understand the, the ranking, is Jared Goff. I just feel like if if we're going to be ranking Robert Woods and Cooper Cup as, you know, top 16 options week in and week out, I think, uh, you know, it, it couldn't have gone much worse for Goff last week. I think he bounces back. The The Cardinals are kind of middle of the road in terms of fantasy points allowed. They are blitzing at a very high rate. I think they're blitzing at the fourth highest rate in, uh, in the NFL, but – that is only res- they're sitting at like twelfth, I believe, in terms of actual pressure on the quarterback, and we know that that's how that's how you beat Jared Goff and the Rams. So he's someone who I might have a little bit higher. Uh, Trubisky, uh, like, and it, real, real quick, just on Derek Carr on the Sunday show, we got a question. I can't remember who it was between. It was between Carr and somebody else, and I literally said like, I've never been on Carr. It's probably going to come back to bite me in the ass, but I'm going to go with Derek Carr. And he shit the bed like I knew he would. I shouldn't have said Derek Carr. You have him sitting here at 15 overall. Uh, just go ahead and touch on some of these guys that uh, you know that that you think are, are are worthwhile of talking about, or guys who you think uh, you know fantasy owners might be kind of debating between in week 13. Yeah, I could probably have some of these guys in different positions. Um, even like Baker Mayfield, I struggled with a little bit because uh, the Titans had been really bad on defense. It doesn't matter whether it's through the air or uh, on the ground. But I just know that the the 
the Browns are a team that like to run the football, so you just kind of never know what you're going to get. Like, I didn't really expect for them to throw the ball as much as they did against the Jaguars. So if this is a back-and-forth game, Baker Mayfield could be an interesting uh, play as well this week, depending on, you know, what type, what size of league and who's available. But I'll start off with Mitchell Trubisky, and this is, yeah, he is the exact guy that I was talking about. I know a lot of people, when you say Mitchell Trubisky, I know we did the waiver wire show and I had him on the list. People are like, oh, you should take him off the list, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I get it. Like, he's not a sexy, like, real-life quarterback, right? And there's a lot of people that think he's terrible. I mean, he very well may be. But you know what? You know who else was terrible? Blake Bortles was terrible. You know what Blake Bortles did? Put up fantasy points. Like, that's all we care about. I don't care about anything else. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, so far this year, Mitchell Trubisky, in the four games that he started, two of them, he's put up almost 20 fantasy points. Like, the first one against Detroit, he's put up 24.3, 15.2, 12.6, and then – this past week, he was QB9 on the week with 18.8 fantasy points. Like, it wasn't pretty. He turned the ball over three times. But he also threw three touchdowns, 242 yards, and he also, you know, and he's also a guy that can get yardage on the ground. Like, he in his four games, he has uh, 26 rushing yards, 45 rushing yards. Uh, he doesn't have any rushing touchdowns this year. But, like, and this offense, like, I'm sorry, looked much, much better with Mitchell Trubisky, like they actually show some life and like they like an offense that could get something done. Um, it's just he made some t- some bad decisions, and that's that's what you're going to get with Mitchell Trubisky. But I like Mitchell Trubisky in his career has torched the Lions. Like it's it's been one of his best best matchups. We already saw it again this year, where week one where he threw for 250 yards and three touchdowns, I believe he and he has thrown a touchdown on it's like 11 percent of his completions this year, which is only second to Aaron Rodgers. So like and the games that he started, like I get it. But Mitchell Trubisky is a great start this week. And he if you look at this remaining schedule, it is absolutely amazing. And so Mitch Trubisky is somebody that I'm going to have high every single week as long as he's the starter. And I, I believe that he probably will to this point because, like I said, this offense looks uh, tremendously better with him back there. I think he's somebody you could actually pick up and just roll with the rest of the season. His schedule is that good. So And they, they have the weapons with Allen Robinson and – you know, Anthony Miller and Darnell Mooney and Jimmy Graham and then David Montgomery is getting involved in the passing game. So, like, they have some weapons here, too. So, regardless, I like Mr. Trubisky. I know you may feel gross picking him up and playing him, but I think he's a great play this week. The other options, like I've said, Derek Carr, great matchup against the Jets, just for better against the run there against the pass. So, you could go to Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford. You know, I, I really think they get Kenny Galladay back. He started to practice last week, so he was trending in the right direction, just didn't have enough time playing on Thursday. I think Kenny Galladay is definitely back this week, which is a big boost to Matthew Stafford, which I probably could have moved him a little bit higher up. But the Bears have been pretty good against the pass and limiting the pass uh, when they're not facing somebody like Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins, listen, I could have Kirk Cousins as high as a QB1. I could also have Kirk Cousins much lower because the fact of the matter is if they're able to run the football, that's what they're going to do, and he may only throw the ball 15 times. He is like a borderline QB1. If, if they're throwing the ball and they're airing it out, Kirk Cousins is a QB1. If they're not, he could be QB21 on the week. Like That's just the range of outcomes for Kirk Cousins. They play the Jaguars this week. Great matchup. Daniel Jones, listen, they, they get the, uh, the Seahawks this week, which we know the Seahawks' uh, pass defense is not great. Um, they have been running a little bit slower. They're not opening the offense up like as much like, like they were. And right now, I'll we'll have to wait and see if Daniel Jones can even play. Because Daniel Jones, it sounds like he avoided major injury with that hamstring injury, so we'll have to wait on that um, to see if he's able to play this week because now there's some actual optimism that he may play because this is actually a pretty decent matchup for him. And somebody with the, the weapons, I think that you could feel pretty good about playing someone like Darius Slayton or Sterling Shepard. But regardless, if Daniel Jones plays, I think he's somebody that you could look at. Phillip Rivers, you already talked about Jared Goff. Um, and then, like I said, these other guys, I think you can go either way with Andy Dalton if you're desperate, depending on what it looks like with this uh, 
Ravens defense of how many guys are still out. So there you have it, folks. The week 13 quarterback rankings for for uh, for your fantasy leagues. Please be sure to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Drop a comment. Let us know who you are high or low on uh, this week. And if you're uh, listening on your favorite podcast platform, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We really appreciate it. And best of luck week 13. If you need any lineup questions answered, be sure to join us on Sunday. Uh, Kevin's going to be rolling with with somebody. I'm not going to be available, but Kevin's going to be there. Whether he has to do it alone, we, we will be here for you. That is the pledge that we have taken. So we will see you guys on Sunday. Hope you have a great week. Perfect.